0: If you haven't girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. Oh, welcome to Girl Problems, a new series from the Friend Forward podcast where I try my very best to answer in under five minutes or less one of your most pressing questions submitted in my DMs on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson. If you've been following along for a while now, you know I have yet to actually do it in under five minutes, and I have a sense that with today's topic This will be no different, (laughs) but gosh darn it, I'm going to try, okay? So today's question from our friend R, we'll just call her R, is as follows. I have a question about Bumble BFF. I don't have a ton of friends in New York since I moved back, so everyone, my family, my therapist, even the few friends I do have, have been encouraging me to get Bumble BFF. I just downloaded it and I am panicking, like full-blown panic attack. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to make a profile or put things that will come across as me being me, but also people liking me. I'm really lonely and would love to make new friends, but I'm terrified and don't know how to speak to new people. Please, 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 in all caps, help if you can. Now, if you follow me over on Instagram, then you already know this, but I feel uniquely qualified to respond to today's message because I am the official spokesperson for Bumble BFF. It's been an amazing partnership. So I have even more intel to add to the situation. So I'm going to hit you with a bunch of tangibles, things that you can actionably do at the close of this episode to get you started. And before I jump in, I want to say this. I want you to hold on to the very end of the episode because I'm going to give you a big announcement um, and an opportunity that is coming up. It's time sensitive to get you started, especially for my Bumble BFF girlies. Ready? Ready? Okay, so in your message, I hear four specific needs. You spoke to not knowing how to build the profile, a desire to come across as likable. You mentioned feelings of loneliness. And then you also talked about a fear of speaking to people. So we're going to quickly hit on a couple of those things. Let's start with profile building. The first thing you want to do is upload, I would suggest, about three to four photos. You want there to be range in these photos. So whether they're up close or far away, smiling, of you being active, you want kind of a variety of images to give people a more holistic idea of who you are, what you're about, and what your personality is. Now, I suggest that your primary profile image be of you smiling and that it be a a solo image. And it's because there's a study that was done in 2019 where they specifically focused on on the, pers- the perception of people who smile in images and those who smile are more likely to be perceived as similar and likable. I also want you to lean into using different profile badges that they have. These are things that kind of indicate your lifestyle and values. And they have like a variety of different badges that you can use. But it's a quick way to kind of assess compatibility. And one of the badges that's used most often from Bumble BFF members is the new to the area badge. A third of members are using that badge. And you mentioned being new to New York, which says to me that you're in good company. So a lot of the women who are using this platform are looking for people to explore the city with, which I think is adventurous, you know, to to partner with somebody and discovering all that's out there is, is very exciting and promising. So lean into that as well. When it comes to what to actually say in your profile, I would encourage you to not focus so much on saying things that come across as likeable and really getting confident and leaning into who you are and trusting that the right people will be attracted to that and compelled to message. Now, one thing I do see is sometimes we're so focused on performing and coming across a certain way that we don't highlight, you know, who we are, which gives people a a picture of 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 what we're about and compels them to respond. So, I have seen profiles that are as simple as Just looking for somebody to watch succession with, you know, or insert show that they love here, housewives, love is blind, whatever. Okay. Now, personally, I think you need to be building out way more than that, you know, to show range. And that seems a little limiting, but it's a, it's, I've seen that be effective because it can come across as like as really funny. And for a lot of people, it elicits such a quick response because you think, oh my gosh, I love watching love is blind and I have opinions. I have opinions on the whole Bartis situation, whatever it is. Okay, my love is blind viewers. You know what I'm talking about. So, for you, that's all you need to prompt a conversation. And it makes it easy to slide in the DMs and to start a conversation, get things going, right? What you want to do is make it as easy as possible for other people to reach out. So sometimes we're so focused on our performance, but we don't acknowledge that other people are a little nervous too. So how can you make it as easy as possible while you're crafting your profile for others to to grab something that they can use as a conversation starter? So if you're going to mention your interests, you want to be specific, okay? No offense, but when I see people who are like, you know, I love music, I love good food, I love to travel, girl, I'm like right yes who doesn't okay be specific what's the most fun place you've traveled to what's your favorite dish what song gets you going in the morning when it's specific it leaves a more lasting impression and it gives something for people to hold on to now when it comes to your feelings of loneliness this is where i i don't know if people from bumble are actually listening and they're gonna be like danielle you're going rogue but i feel like i feel like i have to say this okay the few times i do hear people say Things about having a less than pleasant experience, it's never about the product itself. It's about the behaviors of the people on there. And in my opinion, you'll see that pretty much anywhere you go because these platforms with dating and friendship to some extent are a microcosm of how you're showing up in relationships in real life. So if you've noticed that some women on there have been flaky with you or non-committal or they continue to have the conversation on on be app, but they never want to take it to real life. A lot of people are doing that same thing in their real friendships, being non-committal, being a little bit, a little bit selfish, where they go on when they are feeling lonely and and looking to shop around, but then they don't want to show up and follow through. Okay. So I don't mean to come down harsh, but that's what I've seen. So a lot of us have that behavior to rectify just in general. Okay. So the reason I bring that up is because if you're on the app because you're a responding impulsively to feelings of loneliness. I encourage you to explore that. But what I've uh, encouraged clients to do is to give yourself a certain window. So say something like, okay, for two weeks, I'm gonna really commit. And I'm gonna focus on building a little bit of a digital relationship with the women who seem the most promising, who I connect with the most, instead of being overwhelmed by like 25 different options, I'm gonna lean into the women who I feel like we have compatibility, who are kind of like making me laugh, who seem like they'd be a good time. Those are the connections I'm gonna prioritize so I don't feel overwhelmed. And then I'm gonna commit to trying to build something intentionally with them, having some exchanges, humanizing the experience as much as possible, which reduces any anxiety you might feel about meeting up in real life. So you want to leverage features like you know uh, using... Voice notes or video or sending pictures because it humanizes things. It makes you more memorable and it helps to kind of personalize and humanize the experience. That way, over time, after you've built some kind of like familiarity a little bit and you feel, you know, a sense of safety, then getting together in person is the next natural step. There's research actually that suggests that. When you keep a relationship online, the overall satisfaction decreases. So you want to get it offline as soon as possible. Now, obviously, like the caveat here is you need to feel safe and it needs to be appropriate. But as soon as possible, you should be working toward like, hey, let's get together in real life. I think this is enough to just to get you started, right? To give you that confidence boost and to give you some tangibles to work with. And this episode is clearly going over five minutes. Now, are you ready for this announcement? My Bumble BFF girlies, even if you're not on Bumble BFF, I have a big announcement for you and it's time sensitive. This weekend, there's an opportunity for you to get together in real life. Bumble is hosting a Bumble BFF Friendsgiving event on Sunday, November 20th in New York City and they have asked me to host the event. I hope to meet some of you in real life. I hope that this is an opportunity for you to either come solo and make some connections. I'll be your wing woman so you don't have to worry about it being awkward. Or if you're an extrovert like me, you enjoy talking to people, bring your friends. So the details are on my Instagram at Daniel Jackson, but I'm really hoping to see you over there. And if you're not in New York City, I'm sure there's probably an event that is being planned that's coming to you soon. So stay tuned to that right here on the Friend Forward podcast. And until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. See you soon.